Welcome to The Sage and the Song, an archetypal exploration on life, love, and leadership. I'm Britta Greenviolet, singer, songwriter, creativity mentor, and conscious leadership coach. The stories we tell about our lives shape our lives, and I'm here in service of rewriting the script, crafting a new narrative where it's needed, and liberating your mind, body, heart, and voice to express the fullness of your unique medicine. Hello, beloved. Britta Greenviolet here, and welcome to the Sage and Song. I'm so delighted and honored, as always, as ever, to spend a little bit of time with you today. And if you are new to the podcast or coming on back for more, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't left a review for me over on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment and go do that. It really helps all that algorithm stuff to bring this into the forefront and to the attention of more listeners and I receive such amazing feedback from y'all thank you so much and you are really doing me a huge favor by helping me spread the word of my work and of this project that brings me such joy all right today's exploration begins with a nice, big, deep breath. And here's the message. No, you don't need to hold it all. You don't need to hold it all. So today's exploration is about holding and carrying. And this is a very relevant exploration and those of you who know me and know my work you know that I'm I consider myself an exquisite word witch and when I say word witch what that really means is that I really geek out on language I have a whole series in my work called word purge where I am deliberately eliminating and deleting words and phrases from my vocabulary and I love to look up the etymology about words. I love to really geek out on this stuff. And as a facilitator and space holder, this word of holding is something that has been increasingly gaining more and more awareness. And several months back, I was talking with my dear friend, Lisa, who is also a song carrier, also a facilitator, also a space holder. And she mentioned to me in passing that she was paying more attention and even backing away from so much use over the phrase, I am holding. And that she was consciously looking for other ways to construct her words that didn't have this connotation of heavy, heavy labor akin to the mythological Atlas, right, who holds the entire world on his shoulders. So what a fabulous and effective way to break your body and crush your soul right? 
holding, holding the world, holding it all. So we use this word, hold, I don't know about you, but I certainly do, and I think we do. We use the word hold in the ecosystem of our wider culture and also within the subculture of leadership and of facilitation and space holding and what it means to be a conscious leader. So this really feels to me like an attunement for us, an alchemical attunement that is devoted to transmuting this imagined responsibility, this self-imposed imagined responsibility of holding it all and choosing consciously to embrace and move, embrace a shift, a a conscious shift away from so much heavy lifting. Because what exactly are we holding anyway? And how long have we been holding it? And how, like what is the quality with which we are holding it? And at what point, my friends, at what point do we give ourselves permission to put it down or even to sit next to it or to dance with it or to simply observe it or, hey, perhaps even decide that we're going to walk away? Now, there is most certainly a time and a place for holding, right? We humans, we have hands and arms and opposable thumbs and working digits for a reason. Biological wisdom, right? Holding space, holding space is such a beautiful form of service. And yet, let's not doubt or forget for one moment, that it is labor, right? Even a hand that is lightly holding another hand becomes somewhat taxing after a while. So it's really important to let our hands and our arms and our bodies rest to really fully relax all of the muscles and joints and ligaments and tendons and receive some repose, right? And some restoration. And even as, as I say that and read that and contemplate that, I would really invite you to take this moment right now, if you can, and relax your arms, relax your shoulders, relax your hands, If you're sitting, let yourself sit back fully and relax all of the muscles in those joints, in those limbs, those blessed limbs that are your arms. And maybe taking a deep sigh and a big exhalation. Feels good, right? Feels good not to hold anything for a moment. And is this not an applicable metaphor for our entire energetic being? I want to say that it's an absolute privilege and an honor to hold space for people and to hold space for the planet and to hold space for transformation and to hold space 
for possibility and to hold space for potential and to hold people's visions for their future, right? This is such a privilege and an honor. And I do this for my right livelihood. I do this as my life's work. You've probably heard me, if you've listened to this before, talk about the Gene Keys. I'm a student of the Gene Keys, Richard Rudd's beautiful, ingenious system that is inspired most deeply by the Chinese I Ching, very ancient divination system, as well as weaving in other other aspects of wisdom across space and time. And according to my hologenetic profile in the Gene Keys, which weaves in astrology and human design, you can find your own hologenetic profile by going to the Gene Keys website. It's free. And according to my hologenetic profile, my life path, my life work is one of guidance. Like the central theme is guidance. So holding space is not only my livelihood, it's not only how I bring finances and prosperity and abundance into my home and my bank account and buy my groceries and resource my life, but it also is my soul's purpose. It brings such deep joy to my heart and such profound meaning to my life. All of that, totally true. And, 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 when am I giving myself permission to not hold space? I want to take a really strong stand and say that this is a question. Every leader, facilitator, space holder, social worker, teacher, therapist, body worker, healer, and service provider must ask. When am I giving myself permission to not hold space? When do I get to simply receive? Do I give myself permission on a regular basis to put what is in my hands, either literally or metaphorically, down. Boom, right? This, this is the work. <laughs> this is very real alchemy for me. And I'm so curious how this is landing with you. And what's true is that these days, or I should say up until recently, because I'm getting better at it as we speak, but in general, in I'll say the last few years, what I recognize in myself is that I don't give myself nearly enough opportunity to simply receive or even to be in a really, truly co-creative space where no one's looking to me for guidance or for leadership. And at this realization, it feels really pertinent to ask myself some more questions. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, this episode is full of questions. This is a contemplation, right? And I'm not here to tell you how to do it. I'm here to say I'm with you in it. I am doing this by your side. 
So it feels really pertinent to ask a few more questions. Who are my teachers? Who am I learning from right now? Who are my peers, my true peers? Who can hold me and us as a collective rather than repeating patterns of centralized power? Because if I've arrived at a place where most everyone around me is a student or a client or in some shape or form looking to me for leadership, perhaps it's time to call in some new energy, right? Perhaps it's time to call in a new teacher or a new set of soul allies, a new circle of care, a new support team, some new friends who feel like they've they can hold me in a way that perhaps I'm not feeling currently held. So again, these are simply my own reflections, dear one. And if you're a space holder, let me know how this invitation lands for you. You can email me, info at Britta Greenviolet. You can DM me on Instagram at Britta Greenviolet because this conversation is really important. And yeah, I, I really want to be in it together, right? That's the whole point of this. I want to be in it together and I want to know how it lands for you and also what other descriptions might feel more liberating, right? When it comes to your facilitation, your leadership, your space holding. This year, the past year of, of my life experience on planet Earth in this human flesh body, I feel that I've learned a lot. It's been such an alchemical year. I've learned a lot about boundaries. I've learned a lot about complexity in relationships. I've learned a lot about dissonance and harmony. I've learned a lot about navigating people who are dysregulated in their nervous system. And that's both in other people and also in myself. And as a result of all that holding, thinking of Atlas here, my cervical spine, literally my C2, C3, C4, went out of whack a number of months ago, eight or nine months ago at this point. And I am at a point right now where I am, I have brought on by necessity a whole new circle of care. I have hired a bunch of new healers. I'm seeing a therapist regularly. I've got, I have got a team of people holding me and it's not cheap. It's not inexpensive. <laughs> like, let's call that out. I feel so blessed and privileged to be able to to afford, to be able to afford to pay for all this support. And also what's really true is that I can't afford to not pay for these services right now. Like I literally cannot afford to not pay for them. And it's not lost on me that this stubbornness of my vertebrae or of the muscles in my neck and my upper back to loosen and stay properly aligned and balanced 
is such a clear indicator that I've been holding way, way, way too much on my shoulders, right? Literally, I can't hold it all. And guess what? Nobody ever asked me to, right? I don't need to. I'm not a hero. I'm not a savior. I'm not a shaman. I'm not a healer. What am I? I'm an ineffable, infinite soul who's living in this finite human body with limitations on my energy. And I have to implement healthy boundaries in order to thrive. Right? And that's the paradox I get to dance in right now is that I love holding space. And also, when am I allowing myself to not hold space? Right? That's the paradox is that I love it so dearly. And it's so woven into my genetic DNA. And yet, I can't do it all the time. Nobody asked me to. And in fact, feel that the world and spirit is very clearly showing me how that's out of balance for me. And there's even this beautiful phrase that a dear friend and elder in my life, Lawrence Cole, has mentioned, which you've maybe heard me quote before. I quote it all the time, in, in, which I learned in the context of grief tending and grief ritual, which I just got to participate in again, which was so incredible and epic and life-changing. And side note on that, I'll circle back and do another podcast talking about grief ritual And I've probably already done one. So I'll go back and double check first that I haven't already done one. But he says, we will hold this together. He says that we as a culture, we got the phrase, hold it together. Like, hey, you're falling apart. Get it together. Hold it together. Like you're making people uncomfortable. That kind of holding it is really toxic. And what he says is culturally, we got that backwards. And what it really is supposed to be is we will hold this together, right? So yes, we will. When required, we will hold it together. And it is required often. And we will rise to the task as and when we are called. And, both and, simultaneously, can we also play with gently and delicately and lovingly placing some of our burdens back on Mother Earth from whence they came? Can we? Can we play with that? Can we get gentle and delicate and loving and place some of our burdens back on the earth because she can take it. She is the great transmuter. She is the great alchemist. She is the composter, okay? She can compost anything. She can compost all those burdens that we're holding if we let her, right? Can we circle around these burdens that we've put down? Can we like, like 
empathetic, intuitively guided healers? Can we hold our hands out and beam loving presence from our hearts without actually having to pick up and hold and take on these burdens as weight that we then become committed and even resigned to carry for an indefinite amount of time? Can we let ourselves be held as much as we are holding for others? I say yes. I say yes, my friends. Hey, hey, dear one. Hopping into this episode really quickly as a little segue to say, I would love for you to hop on my mailing list if you haven't already. I send out weekly wisdom transmissions and they are heartfelt, they are authentic, they come through me as a channel of creativity. And these are invitations and rituals and mantras and practices to alchemize wounds into wisdom, to alchemize pain into power, to become and create the most luminous life and the most luminous leader that you can to weave your magic into your mundane reality, to become a prolific creator, to generate more prosperity through your creativity. These are the types of topics that I love to riff on. And these are also the type of topics that I love to teach on and that I offer free workshops, I offer free downloads, and sometimes I offer paid programs and courses, and of of course, I offer my coaching and my mentorship. And the best way to keep up with me on all of these beautiful offerings from my heart to yours is to get on my email list. So if you aren't already on there, love, please head on over brittagreenviolet.com. You'll find a sign up right there on the home page and you'll also get a little free gift on optimizing your energy so i hope that you'll join me and i can't wait to connect with you soon in your inbox and beyond all right back to this contemplation on holding let's put this into action and let's actually make some alchemical magic with this shift which is a conscious shift right this is a decision that we get to make we are at a choice point am i going to continue to hold and carry unconsciously or am i going to actually give myself permission to question whether i want to whether it's in the best and highest for me and for those for whom I am holding. So here's a few journal prompts for you. Three journal prompts. What am I holding right now that I give myself permission to put down? What are you holding right now that you might give yourself permission to put down? So if you're somewhere with a pen and paper, you can jot that down, or maybe you can pause this episode and simply get out your voice memo and riff into your recording. Second prompt, who is holding me? 
How am I creating opportunities to be held by others? And third prompt, who are my current teachers, allies, and peers? Who am I learning from and feeling held by and collaborating with right now? Here is an alchemical mantra for you. This is a phrase that came through me that I am leaning into that feels really, really nourishing to speak. So I invite you to speak this with me. I'm going to say it twice. I don't need to hold it all. I don't need to hold it all. Instead, I choose to dance with the energies around me and use wise discernment in what I choose to carry. Instead, I choose to dance with the energies around me and use wise discernment in what I choose to carry. So altogether, this mantra, I don't need to hold it all. Instead, I choose to dance with the energies around me and use wise discernment in what I choose to carry. And finally, beloved, here is an awakened action step for you. This is a simple, connective, umbilical cord connection practice to allow yourself to be held. This is how it goes. Find an inviting patch of earth. Most ideally, it would probably be some soft green grass. We don't always have that available to us wherever we go, but that's the invitation. Find an inviting patch of earth. Lie face down on Mother Earth, if possible, with your belly button exposed and connected directly to the ground. Take some deep breaths and offer your prayers and your burdens back to the mother. Ask her for help and let yourself feel deeply, divinely supported. Stay there for as long as feels nourishing. And one last note before we tie a bow on this contemplation is around the phrase word purge. You've probably heard me talk about it before. I use it in my personal life, in my coaching and my mentorship work. And word purge is a process of intentionally purging specific words and phrases from my vocabulary, as I mentioned earlier, that no longer serve me and that actually take me down paths I don't want to travel. Examples of word purge include just, should, and make it work. <laughs> and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can go to my Instagram, Britta Green Violet, and you'll find some word purge magic there. Among others, I have a continually growing list. And what I want to say here is that I don't consider holding a word purge because it is clearly necessary and it's also such a privilege of being human and of being a facilitator and of being a space holder. So instead of word purge, I really see this as an invitation 
for you and for 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 you and I into deeper wise discernment. I really want to choose to pause and quietly observe my own usage of this language choice. And I'm really intrigued to see what results. I hope that you'll join me and I can't wait to hear how you dance with the paradox and the mystery of both holding and giving yourself permission to let it go. The song, today's song is by the Peace Poets and it's called I Have Not Come Here Alone. And in actuality, I Have Not Come Here Alone by the Peace Poets is a longer song where the piece that I'm going to share with you on the podcast is actually the chorus. And then there are verses. If you're not familiar with the Peace Poets, they are a really heartfelt hip hop and spoken word group based in New York City. And their message is beautiful. Their frequency is beautiful. Highly recommend that you check them out online. And you can listen to the full version of I Have Not Come Here Alone online. I'll link it in the show notes. And today's offering for you on the podcast is simply the chorus of that song, which is so mm, nourishing to sing because it really invites in such a deep integration of today's message that I have not come here alone. I don't have to carry this alone. I have not come here alone. I carry my people in my bones, right? So I carry my people in my bones. I have not come here alone. And if you listen, you can hear them in my soul. So this is the invitation today to sing this song and let yourself actually feel the groove of this song as you sing this song. And let this be one way that you get to dance with this paradox that yes, I am always carrying the blood of my ancestors in my body, in my spirit. I'm carrying my ancestors and my people in my bones. And yet, I'm not alone, right? I don't have to take on the world. I'm not Atlas. Nobody expects me to do that. And also, that's not a good idea. I have not come here alone I carry my people in my bones I have not come here alone And if you listen you can hear them in my soul I have not come here alone I carry my people in my bones I have not come here alone and if you listen you can hear them in my soul I have not come here alone I can't 
Carry my people in my bones. I have not come here alone. And if you listen, you can hear them in my soul. I have not come here alone. I carry my people in my bones. I have not come here alone and if you listen you can hear them in my soul i have not come here alone i carry my people in my bones i have not come here alone and if you listen you can hear them in my soul and if you listen, you can hear them in my soul. And if you listen, you can hear them in my soul. And if you listen, you can hear them in my soul. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for your presence, for your precious time and energy. You can find out more about me and my work at brittagreenviolet.com. Until next time, may your mythic adventure through life serve up nourishment, courage, curiosity, and awakening. This is The Sage and The Song, signing off.